0: Hello, welcome back to Working Girl Talk. Today is a special edition episode. So a while ago, I said I was going to do a TikTok deep dive episode. Well, I did not picture it going this way, but with so much going on in the news this week, I thought it would be a great time to do some investigating because TikTok is making a lot of headlines. So this is a special edition episode. We're talking all things TikTok, so you know what's going on. And this episode, we're going to go all over the place. It will not be as polished as some of the other episodes you've listened to because it's just a lot and honestly, a little impossible to edit. So we're just going to go with it. We're going to roll. I have a timeline here and this is just to help you get informed and make your own decisions. I know a lot of my listeners do work in social media, in marketing, in business. So a lot of things where TikTok could be a factor and overall it's just very interesting. So with that, let's dive right in to into this special edition Working Girl Talk Investigation. Cue the Law and Order music. <laughs> so why are we even talking about TikTok today? Well, to understand, we'll have to go back in time. So, let's flash bla- let's flash back to September 2016. This is when TikTok started in China. But it wasn't called TikTok and it still isn't there. It's called, forgive me if I'm saying this wrong, Daoyin, I want to say. So that's like the Chinese version of TikTok. That's where it all started. So then later in November 2017, it launches as TikTok in the US. So just a little bit of background there. Flashback to February 2019, and we have a big legal issue going on. So, the operators of the video social networking app Musically, known as TikTok, all one and the same, have agreed to pay 5.7 million dollars to settle Federal Trade Commission allegations that the company illegally collected personal information from children. This is the largest civil penalty ever obtained by the Commission in a children's privacy case. So. February 2019, we're already having some FTC issues with TikTok. So the FTC's complaint filed by the Department of Justice on behalf of the commission alleges that Musical.ly violated the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, which requires the websites and online services directed to children obtain parental consent before collecting personal information from children under the age of 13. So basically, children under 13 getting on there, giving all their info. TikTok was taking it. Muse Kali was taking it and nobody was getting any parental permission and they didn't have anything set up for that. So basically like the setup was not because usually there's like a check mark or something that um, declares that you have parental permission. There was not. So biggest civil penalty ever obtained by the commission in a child's privacy case. Did you even know this? I didn't. So Just interesting. (laughs) So flash forward to July 3rd, 2019. And a headline reads, TikTok is being investigated over children's data Again, so that's a headline from Forbes and they had reported. So they said the Guardian reported that the UK's information commissioner, Elizabeth Denham, has told a parliamentary committee. We are looking into the transparency tools for children. We're looking at the messaging system, which is completely open. We're looking at the kinds of videos that are collected and shared by children online. So the UK investigation had already started earlier that year, probably along with the FTC stuff. So this in July of 2019, so like almost exactly a year ago, they were kind of reopening it up and looking at the messaging system. So basically their big question and reason on why they were doing this is, is ByteDance, the owner of TikTok, complying with GDPR? So are they treating information from children with special care and attention? Because as you know, if you work in email, any sort of like marketing that captures data, GDPR is a big deal. In Europe, it's a very... Um, intense like secure you have to do so many approvals to give your like email address for example to a company for them to send you stuff so if you're not complying with GDPR that's like a big deal so the UK started investigating that September 2019 TikTok becomes the number one free non-gaming app in the US next month October 25th specifically 2019 a USA Today article comes out saying does tiktok pose a national security threat two senators think so so i actually reported on this on a working girl talk talk episode at the time so uh, two senators across political parties were interested in investigating tiktok and they did send a formal request to intelligence officials to investigate and provide a congressional briefing a few reasons were cited at the time in this article A report published in late September by The Guardian found that its moderators were told to censor certain situations um, in China, so there was that concern over censorship. Another concern was TikTok may be exploited for foreign influence campaigns like Facebook and all that drama in 2016. Another concern was a Wall Street Journal report published in October that ISIS had been posting propaganda and torture videos on TikTok terrible so in an effort to recruit so basically like those were just some of the concerns that these senators had and they were like yo like let's get some more info about this so representatives from tiktok actually did dispute the claims they said we are not influenced by any foreign government including the chinese government tiktok does not operate in china nor do we have any intention of doing so in the future because tiktok technically does not exist in china because it's that other app there so Basically, all this to say this issue of worrying about TikTok has been going on for a lot longer than just the past few days. It's been going on for a long time. So fast forward, fast forward to January 2020. CNN reported that a team of security researchers announced that they had found several vulnerabilities in TikTok. The flaws, if left on Patch, could have attackers, can let attackers basically gain control of TikTok accounts, change privacy settings on TikTok videos, upload videos without permission, and obtain user data. So basically, these security researchers found this flaw that really opened up TikTok to a lot of vulnerabilities. February of this year, Forbes reported that there was an issue with clipboards on iPhones. This is when it gets crazy, people. So hopefully you're still following me here, but... So Forbes does this report that basically, so you know when you copy something on your phone or computer on on an Apple device, it's like copied to Clipboard if you've ever seen that before. So basically that feature was open to exploitation by, quote, malicious apps on those devices to, quote, steal any data copied to Clipboard. So basically there was like a hole in this iOS that if you copied anything to Clipboard, it could be seen by certain apps. So at the time when these developers discovered this, Apple really didn't see an issue with it. Later on, they address it because the media gets a hold of it, but they didn't really see an issue. They just kind of offered a simple solution to developers that discovered it. And the Forbes reporter in this article in February said, this is only a potential security hole with no claim that it's been exploited in the wild yet. So, but he did predict and he was right that this, they would address it more in the future. Fast forward to March, so we're in March 12th, 2020 now, a new report about that same feature called, beware if you use TikTok on your phone, here's why you should now worry. So they discover that TikTok is actually one of the apps using this hole that if you copy it and paste something in Apple, they can see it. So the logs, so this is from the Forbes article, Quote, the logs clearly indicate that TikTok is reading the content of the clipboard whenever it is opened. The researchers told the Forbes reporter, adding, we can't say for sure what TikTok is doing with the data it has read. So there, there there's no claim that TikTok is doing anything with that user data, but it is being read and it's not obvious why. Interesting, right? <laughs> so fast forward to June a Oh, and at this time in spring and March and April when this is happening, um, TikTok says that they will be fixing this issue. So fast forward to June and we'll go a little bit more into that. So a Forbes article comes out. Forbes has just done a great incredible job reporting on this. That's why I'm using them so much. So a Forbes article comes out titled, Warning, Apple Suddenly Catches TikTok Secretly Spying on Millions of iPhone Users. What a headline. Okay, so it goes on to say Apple has fixed that iOS problem with the clipboard where apps can secretly access the clipboard on users' devices. So they're fixing it. And then back in spring, like I just talked about, TikTok owner ByteDance told Forbes that the problem related to the use was an outdated Google Advertising SDK that was being replaced. So they were blaming Google. Like, that's not us copying the clipboard. That's like an outside thing. And like, it's being fixed. So now that we're in June with the release of this new clipboard warning, like so Apple's like taking action on this, TikTok seems to have been caught, quote, abusing the clipboard in quite an extraordinary way. So it seems like TikTok did not stop this invasive practice back in April as promised after all. So they were still doing it, even though back in April they said they were going to stop and fix this Google issue, as they said. So. Forbes said an interesting, like the reason it changed is interesting. So according to TikTok, the issue is now triggered by a feature designed to identify repetitive spammy spammy behavior, and they told him that it has already submitted a Um, like they've already submitted an updated version of the app to the app store, moving the anti-spam feature to eliminate any potential confusion. But that's like where it's like weird. And he's like, but they changed their story because when the Forbes guy, there was this reporter went to them the first time they said it wasn't their issue. It's Google, but now it is their issue. And it's like, oh, it's just like to, to identify spam behavior, but we'll fix it. So that's where it gets like a little weird because they did change the story. So, and then this is a quote directly from the Forbes article. This guy is like, he has, like, he's very intense against TikTok. So he's this. Uh, Reporter says, the most acute issue with this vulnerability in Apple's universal clipboard functionality, which means that anything I copy on my Mac or iPad can be read by my iPhone and vice versa. So if TikTok is active on your phone while you work, the app can basically read anything and everything you copy on another device. Passwords, work documents, sensitive emails, financial information, anything. So you may just think, oh, it's like if I'm copying something from an article into a text, but really there's a lot more that lives on the clipboard than you think. So very interesting. Okay, so we get to June 28th. So this is just two just two days later like from when he this Forbes reporter had reported that. So then we have a Forbes reporter named Enrique Danz, and he publishes an article documenting what's happened since he first called out TikTok a year ago. So it's just like an interesting list. And again, like TikTok does dispute all these claims. So like it is kind of like he he said, she said at this point, but there is some specific facts that really are like, hmm, like what's going on here? So in this article, like because he's documenting what's happened in the past year, it's just an interesting list. So he says since then, like since he first called him out a year ago, the U.S. armed forces have Forbidden personnel from using it, and describes it as a threat to cybersecurity. I've talked about that before. If you are in the U.S. Army, anything like that, you can't use TikTok. And even I reported on a story that if you work for airlines, you can't use it either. Um, next one, the Israelis, an Israeli cybersecurity company, Checkpoint, has investigated it and concludes that it has backdoors and major vulnerabilities, as well as overall security issues. The U.S. government is always is also investigating. The Reddit CEO and co-founder Steve Huffman describes it as a, quote, fundamentally parasitic app that is always listening, quote, end quote, and warns against installing what he calls, quote, spyware. Also, several child advocacy groups say it poses a clear risk to children, which that is a huge demographic on there is children. Um, Next one, Apple claims it caught TikTok using clipboard capture mechanisms to spy on millions of users. We already talked about that one. Another one, other investigations reveal that its content censorship standards are decided by the Chinese government and are clearly discriminatory. That one, they're going back and forth on. TikTok says they don't. Other people investigating them say they do. Next one, a cybersecurity expert who has reverse engineered the app warns people to stay away from it. This one we will talk about in a sec because that one is pretty crazy. So in this article, he asks, which I thought it was really interesting. He was like, why are so many people and institutions attacking a seemingly innocent app? Because it is. Like if you go on there, it's like dancing videos and it's like really fun and like super funny. So like, why are we all attacking this app? So basically he kind of calls out like it's taken us a lot of time to recognize Facebook for what it is, like getting all this data from us and now we're all mad and Facebook's always in the hot seat and we're trying to like really crack down on it and they have if you're an advertiser and Facebook you know that you cannot see as much about people that you used to so they've been trying to crack down on it basically he poses like we should act now to limit TikTok and its activities because basically what we're all fighting for with Facebook is happening right before our eyes on TikTok so and then this is like where it gets crazy and I'm like whoa like this guy is intense so take this as you will whether you're for it, against it whatever It's just interesting to hear. So this is a quote from this Forbes reporter, Enrique. Have no illusions. Beneath its seemingly innocent exterior, TikTok is a public danger. If you know nothing about cybersecurity, trust the number of analysts who have been saying it for a while. Or ask the Indian government. TikTok can't be fixed. Its problems lie in its very conception and in the culture behind it. The advice is clear. Avoid it like the plague. Don't say you weren't warned. <laughs> Whoa. Very intense here. So yeah, I'll let you simmer on that. Think on that. This guy definitely has his own thoughts about TikTok, but there are a lot of other people that agree. So take that as you will. The last Fast forward. I keep wanting to say flash forward, fast forward, who knows, to July 1st. So one of the more unusual groups campaigning against TikTok is now the anon, like the hacktivist group Anonymous. So they're like hackers, but they're activists. Look them up. Well, actually, I don't know if you should look them up, but they're called Anonymous. You've probably heard of them. So they retweeted the Reddit thread of the guy who reverse engineered, who reverse engineered TikTok. And they retweeted that Reddit thread and said, delete this app now. Like it's spyware basically. So the Reddit thread itself is super crazy. So supposedly this guy reverse engineered TikTok to kind of see all the backend stuff. And he said that you can see like that they can see phone hardware, apps you've installed, everything network related. And there's also a few snippets of code that allow for the download of a remote zip file, unzipping it and executing binary if that is true like what the heck because that is like the de- definition of malware so uh and then he even said in his reddit thread there's zero reason why a mobile app would need this functionality so when he also said in this thread because like he like did all these bullet points of things they're collecting about you and then like some conclusions at the end in one of those paragraphs he said some allegations of providing users with a sense of virality. So even if you're not super social savvy, your first few videos will actually like most likely do pretty well. And it's really easy to go viral on TikTok. TikTok and that is in hopes that you'll keep coming back. So that's interesting because it is very true. It's a lot easier to go viral on TikTok. So Simmer on that one. And then he also mentioned that there's a ton of creepy old men on there that have access to tons of children using the app. I mean, he didn't back that up with like any data or specifics, but we do know that a lot of children use the app. So that could open a doorway for something like that, which is really creepy. So... Okay, so we're, we're still going here. So we're in July now, so that like we're getting close. So July 5th, CNN reported that the Indian government this week said it will ban TikTok and other well-known Chinese apps. So that was actually earlier in the week. so the Indian government decided that around um, June 29th, June 30th. So but basically they India is banning TikTok and including the messaging platform WeChat and so basically along with a lot of other Chinese apps and saying that they quote pose a threat to sovereignty and integrity and the decision did follow a clash that india and china had at the border that did leave 20 indian soldiers dead so this actually isn't the first time that india has banned tiktok though they actually banned them previously but it was temporary and this time it seems like the real deal like a full-on ban that will last so the so tiktok has a lot to lose actually in the cnn report they explained it because in the world's second most populous country, um, India has been the biggest driver of new TikTok downloads, generating close to 660 million installs since its launch in 2017, according to Sensor Tower. So uh, that is pretty interesting. So that could possibly make a big dent in TikTok because that is where so many of their um, like app users are, is India, and now they can't use it. and. Interestingly enough, Forbes reported to in addition to this at the time, um, like so, like two weeks ago, last week, what day is it? Who knows? <laughs> but but Australia was getting pressure to um, do the same on the ban because they actually have some interesting relationships with China as well. So basically, it's like Australia is kind of in this deciding factor to like, should we ban it? Should we not? They're looking into it as well. So now we're in July 8th. So pretty recent, a few days ago. Yeah, okay, I just checked the date. I don't know what date it is anymore with all this quarantine stuff going on. So July 8th, TikTok actually announces a new ad platform. So amidst all this drama, TikTok has launched a new self-service ad platform to market small businesses. Now you can purchase ads without going through a sales team because they want small businesses to push ads on the app. And But this, they also proposed in this um, article, I think it's from TechCrunch, No, no, from from Forbes. So they said this may even be cause for more issues surrounding a possible ban on TikTok because obviously, you know, if you're advertising, that definitely means you're collecting data. So who knows? Because also in this same week, the Secretary of State said they're looking into TikTok. So the U.S. Secretary Secretary of State. So looking into TikTok. No decisions have been made yet, but has been confirmed they're looking into it so they did release that which side story for me i actually um, for a project i was working on uh requested like a media kit from tiktok like hey i want to advertise with you and they sent me one and it was in a like powerpoint slide which i thought was interesting but you can't have google in china so that makes sense why they sent that because i was like whoa i haven't opened an actual powerpoint forever Anyway, so they sent you they sent me that and then literally the salesperson never got back to me ever after I reached out multiple times, which like whatever, but it is an interesting contrast because if you wanna like Facebook or Instagram, like anything you wanna buy on, it's like super easy. They want you to spend money because that's how they make money, like they will like bend over backwards and like you because they want you to spend money. So it was just interesting that TikTok was so like, oh, you get a sales rep, but then the sales rep never talked to you again. So, just kind of interesting and to me it was more like I think they just or were like newer, didn't really have anything like organized yet maybe. So, who knows. That was just my personal experience of like working with them, but really not ever working with them because nothing ever came of it. But just interesting. So, I wonder if other people had that experience because this new platform where, you, ad platform where you don't have to work with somebody definitely would solve that issue. So they're probably just trying to make it easier and get tap into that advertising spend that people want to do, especially since so many people use TikTok. So we're already kind of seeing this battle right now of do we get rid of TikTok, but wait, like so many people are on it. Should we just be diving into it and using it for advertising and all these things? So we're already kind of seeing that head budding incident a little bit. So July 9th, yesterday, TikTok releases a transparency report. So like their 2019 transparency report, it's in like their safety center on their website. And they do confirm that they do remove videos. So they have been removing videos, which not the biggest concern most social media apps do. Like they do have moderators that remove videos. They didn't specify exactly which ones though. But that one, like I did see a lot of headlines about, but to me that's not really concerning because like Facebook has moderators. I've talked about that before. Most social media companies do because you'll get people posting crazy stuff and you got to moderate it somehow. So that one didn't really like shock me too much. But also on July 9th, the Wall Street Journal reported that executives at TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, are considering changing the corporate structure of TikTok's business and even establishing a headquarters for the company outside of China in order to further distance TikTok from China and the potential for the app being compromised by Chinese authorities. So that was reported by um, TechCrunch and the Wall Street Journal. So That definitely is not the first time this discussion has ever taken place. I've actually talked about that before, that they were looking into getting a CEO from America, like looking to move here or moving somewhere else further away from China. So that is definitely in discussions right now, especially probably from what's happening with all these headlines. So... The article went on to say the news of TikTok's demise in the U.S., however, has concerned the TikTok community. As a result, they've already begun fleeing to rival apps like Byte, Dubsmash, and Likey. I don't know if that's how you say it. In the U.S., Byte, for example, jumped from number 210 in social networking in the app store on July 5th to number one in social and number one overall as of July 9th. So a lot of people are actually fleeing ship with with From TikTok, which is interesting. So there's like all like the headline scoop. There is a lot we don't know. That's a long timeline. We don't really know what will happen, but I thought it'd be important just to kind of go over what is happening in the news. And in the show notes, I will have links to every single article I cited and the FTC report where they had to pay out, which is just interesting. And again, like I'm just surprised I didn't really hear about that too much. So which that's like a big deal. So I'm, I'm linking to all this. You can do your own research, make your own decisions. But I did do some Reddit thread creeping and I thought it would be interesting to share one. So ready for a creepy Reddit thread? <laughs> so I did find a Reddit thread talking about the network tracking element. So that guy that reverse engineered the app, he did talk about this so they can track what like, network you're on, what phone you're using. And that was actually the weirdest one to me. So this person on Reddit, again, it's just Reddit, so who knows? Um, talked about the network tracking part. And really, if that's true, they can literally track your every move because that's through Wi Fi, your cell tower, whatever you're getting your data from, you'd, you could be tracked. So somebody would know your location at all times. And they were also talking about the fact that if you're using like the copy to clipboard thing and image data reading and like the, being able to read like the metadata on images, like they could know what you look like, whoever's using this data. Because they can read your pictures and they talked about some of the potential things that could happen by somebody knowing this info which this was like oh no like what is happening so basically like what could they do this red thread person asked basically they cited steal your identity blackmail you target your device without you even knowing so they gave an example of like your device turning into a trojan horse like somebody putting whoever this is that has access to your data, putting stuff on your device is like a holding place so you can send it to other people, which makes sense if you know how like the dark web works and all of that. So that was crazy. And then also getting access to your biometric data because you use face scan and like the thumb scan to get into your phone. So that somebody who would have access to all this data would have access to that too. So basically it was just very creepy and I'm like, dang, this person really just took it up a notch here. So again, that's just a Reddit thread, but I thought that was interesting because if somebody is like, if that original Reddit thread of that guy who said he supposedly reverse engineered the app is true, then all of this probably would be true. So again... There's that. But if you are interested in looking at the Reddit threads just to see some conspiracies, um, some of the Reddit thread titles that are interesting are called the best and worst of TikTok. And the next one is Bangor LOL describes how shady TikTok is. So I don't, that's just their username, kind of weird. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, those are very interesting. So basically, now that we know all the headlines, we know a little bit about some of the conspiracies, what do we do now what do we do like why am i telling you this um basically this is just like to get you like i said in the beginning to be thinking about it to know what's going on because this is a big deal and whatever happens with with this will probably affect other social media platforms as well because no matter what like it's not a secret social media platforms do take data so it's just nice to be in the loop but like what do we do now like do we delete the app what do we do so that is a personal decision. If you want to research all of this and come to your own declusion, conclusions about whether you want to delete the app or not, um, definitely up to you. Uh, if a ban does come, you will have to anyway, but that hasn't happened yet. I would recommend, from everything I was reading, I would recommend changing your password on TikTok. And making sure it's a password that's not the same for anything else you use. Because again, with the clipboard, with some of these theories out there, if it is a password you use on something else, it would they would know so they could get into other things. So again, I'm sounding like a conspiracy theorist right now. But I mean, it's good to do that anyway. Like insecurity measures to not be using the same password for anything anyway. So I, I'd probably do that. So make sure your password is not the same as anything else. And also they were talking about like just changing up your patterns because if something, if someone knows something about you now, it doesn't mean they know it a few months from now. So it, say you decide you want to delete the app, just change up your patterns, change up some of the apps you use where you go a little bit and it won't be like true anymore if somebody decides to use that data against you. That was what I saw. So take that as you will, uh, but really I think changing your password uh, would be like the most helpful and that's like the most normal solution (laughs) Um, and then up to you if you want to delete it or not Uh, but also something that like personally I did so I do have a TikTok account and for messaging people you do have to upload your phone number and for some reason that just felt very weird to me so I never did so I can't message people on TikTok because you need to upload your phone number which I don't even know if that does anything but I did feel like good about myself for that because they don't have my phone number right now I mean obviously if it is true that they can really like see all your actions then they already know it anyway but I didn't personally do that so if you haven't used the messaging feature yet maybe consider doing that again that is not on any like basis that's just me and like my gut feeling where I was like why do they want my phone number so there's that's something I did um but all in all in summary there is a lot of back and forth on this tiktok does deny the claims most of the time so it really is up to you and this is something that i will be reporting on like our little news section before the show i just thought because there is so much going on with this honestly a lot of it is very confusing because like i talked about a lot of this has been going on for a long time and we may have missed it so i thought it was important to just spread the word and just get you some good information and again All links will be in the show notes so you can research it for yourself and you can make your own decisions. So I hope this was helpful. And the one glaring truth in all of this that I think most could agree on that this is true is how addicting this app can be for young people, especially kids. So that was something that I saw in all my research across the board that like most people do agree on. So... And the fact that there are so many young kids on there and there are creepy people out there so i would say that would probably be like the if you like love it and like you don't want to get rid of it like totally cool but i think that's probably like the biggest concern too is just making sure how can we keep kids safe which there are people looking into that so there is that up to you everything will be linked in the show notes i hope this was interesting i hope you learned something this is just like a big deal right now so hopefully this was helpful Last but not least, before you go, my Friday favorite this week, something a little lighter, no more Reddit threads, is randomly enough, I found these bagels, Dave's Killer Bread Bagels. They are so good. Check them out. They are like free of all the bad stuff, no sugar, no additives, they're whole grains, and they actually have protein, which is awesome. So Dave's Killer Bread Bagels, check it out. (laughs) That is the Friday favorite. Hopefully that ends this episode on a positive note. If anything resonated with you today or any other episode, please rate, review, subscribe to the show. Those reviews just help us get seen by more people. And those reviews help more people know about the Reddit threads and TikTok. So with that thank you so much for listening thank you so much for your support we'll be back next week with more interviews more inspiring interviews and let me know what you think of this episode should we do investigations more often let me know I will talk to you next week